Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison. This is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space. Um, some days we talk to athletes like we will today, but we've also talked to CEOs and entrepreneurs and, and just people doing really cool things that we can learn a little bit about their journey and hopefully take some of those and uh, and maybe apply them in our own lives as well. So um, I know that uh, we're going to have a really cool conversation today. Um, just before we jump into that, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that we um, are uh, supported by Epitome Sportswear, which um, is a really good alignment for us for a number of reasons. One being that uh, it's not just kind of high performance, it's how do you have kind of that whole life success? And, and they kind of follow that kind of premise in, in both their clothing. And also um, the other great alignment with us is that they have a belief in giving back to the communities they serve. Um, and they are working to impact the inequities in opportunity uh, for girls and women in sport. And so for that reason, a portion of their profits go directly to organizations and initiatives that support girls in sport. So a really cool initiative there. Um, you can take a look through our Instagram um, bio and inside there you'll um, be able to click through and, and there's a 20% uh, discount code. So definitely use that if you're going to use it. Um, or you can go directly and that's to epitomesportswear.com. That's E-P-I-T-O-M-E sportswear.com. Um, and so today, really happy to be able to have Chris Burglowski here today. Um, Chris is an elite obstacle course racer, um, completed over 40 of them, I think, um, with uh, 30 plus podium finishes. So she's uh, done really well very quickly in that. Um, she's competed uh, in 900 mile ultras, um, has run, uh, um, you know, well, actually has really um, jumped up in the scene in High Rocks re recently as well. So has done some stuff there. Um, she has been a competitor on uh, the Titan Games on NBC and has a, a strong showing recently. And if you're uh, following Spartan Games too, and, and you'll be able to see that right now and, and how she's done there. So um, lots of things, uh, varied stuff, I guess, that you've been doing, Chris. So um, first of all, thanks for taking the time. Really appreciate it because uh, I know uh, you've been quite busy recently. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Uh, looking forward uh, to this. Well, it, it, you know, I, I think maybe the, the first thing is, is that you've had a lot of race success in a pretty short period of time. In the last couple of years, you've done a whole lot of different things and against some really big names in those sports. And, and I guess, um, you know, first of all, how's, how's that been that, you know, you've um, uh, being able to, to move so quickly in some of the sports, but also to be running against uh, or racing against some of the biggest names in the sports and beating them at from time to time too. So how's that been, uh, you know, for you? Um, well, I'm pretty new to sports in general. I came into it, um, I guess, end of 2017 was kind of my first introduction. I didn't do anything in high school, college, anything. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, I would say a big part of it is having a good support system. I pretty quickly got involved with um, my local gym there in Houston, Texas area um, called Grit Fitness. And they 
had just, I mean, so much, they had exactly what I needed to train for what I was trying to do. And then also just the support system, just people supporting me and, you know, just kind of in my corner, um, encouraging me towards all that. I think the other thing I would probably say is just being new to all of it and just being like totally in like sold out. I feel like a lot of people come to this as kind of a second sport and come into it, you know, having some kind of high school, college pro background. And then they're like, Oh, this is, you know, kind of the next thing. But I came into it as like, this is first time I've tried anything. And like, I was just super excited about super, you know, excited to be a part of it. Um, so yeah, that, and then I think another big part of it is also not pushing it too far. Um, Mm -hmm. a big focus on like recovery and mobility and like just maintaining my body period. I think it's a little easier. I'm on the younger side. Um, but I mean, even for me, that's a, always a big focus is taking care of both. I mean, both physically and mentally, just making sure I'm, you know, in a good place yeah. as often as, as much as I can be. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, I do find, uh, you know, people may not know kind of that um, journey that, because a lot of people, you're right, are used to when they see some of these athletes, they've been, um, you know, either longtime competitors in that sport or you're right uh, you know it's a it's a shift from another sport or you know maybe they've been uh you know there's some people we talked to who've maybe been swimming at at college and then decided okay i'm going to do something a little bit different later um for you that journey was a little bit different and and um you know to go from and, and maybe maybe you could talk about that a little bit it's just how did you go from kind of not doing any sports at all and and why and then maybe just kind of you know why the sudden thing okay I, this is something i want to jo- and and that that's, it's probably pretty all consuming now compared to kind of before. So, you know, just talk a little bit about that because that would seem different to a lot of people, I think. Yeah. Well, I grew up with a a bit of a different background. Um, Very, I guess I was just very sheltered and that was just not something my parents were interested in is like doing sports. So, and I didn't really care. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know to care, I guess. Yeah. So that was really what it was is when I kind of heard about these, you know, some of my friends were doing them and I, you know, I ran my first one, I guess, end of 2016. And I was like, this is really fun. Like people say this is hard and challenging, but like, I just had fun with this. And then, you know, the following year kind of found the competitive side of it and realized like, I like it lends naturally to just kind of my natural, you know, set of, you know, I guess talents, giftings. Um, And then, and just find that there's a competitive side. And like, I think I've always been competitive, just never was competitive, like athletically, because I just didn't have that. So being able to, you know, kind of finding it, it wasn't very hard. It didn't take very long for me to be like all in, like, this is it. Um, And then it's just, I really enjoy, like, there's so much variety in this kind of, like this kind of sphere that I found myself in. Like there's the long ultra stuff. There's a shorter, intense, like strength-based stuff. It's kind of like a little bit of everything. And for me, like, I kind of feel like I come into it with a little bit of a deficit of having never done any of this kind of stuff. And it's just like, I, I just love it. I'm soaking up all of it. Just, I just want to do all of it as much as I can all the time. Well, Uh, and, and that is one thing that a lot of people, um, probably don't do the variety that you do like that's I mean you know to go from some events that are very kind of heavy lifting events that you've you've done some of those recently and then also you know to do a a hundred mile on the other side of that like uh, how do you how do you train differently for that or do you train differently because you know obviously if you're going from one event to another um, you don't necessarily have huge runways to each of those to completely chain your training you know how do you train yourself to make sure that you can do both of those types of events I just try to train like well-balanced and my, um, 
my approach is kind of like, I want to be able to do whatever it is that I decide to do. I kind of, I got into it all. I mean, especially the ultras when I first heard about that, I was like, that's yeah. insane. That's crazy. Yeah. But then I kind of had the thought, like if people are doing that, like I want to be able to do that. Um, so from there, I've kind of turned into like, I like, I feel like everybody is far more capable of so much more than they ever like ask of themselves. And so I just want to be, I want my body to be like physically fit and able to kind of do whatever I ask of it. And so, you know, so I do a lot of like basic aerobic training. I always involve some strength aspect. And then I think a lot of it, you know, kind of comes down to the mentality of like, I can do anything and I will do anything. And if I decide to do something, my body can and will follow through. Um, so it's a lot of, I think I definitely put myself in a position to be able to succeed and be able to do well, but a lot of it too, is just kind of like mentally, like it's happening. And so yeah. it's going to, you know. So how do you, uh, I mean, those ultras are a good example because I think anybody we've talked to that has that type of background, you, you do regardless hit some point where you have to kind of keep your, keep your head in it and be able to get your body to do those things. Uh, um, have you found that, um, you know, the first couple of times, was it more difficult or was it, is it something that you know how to like, do you, have you learned how to do that? Or is it something that just, it's, it's just been in me the whole time? I think some of it is kind of in you the whole time, but it's, it's definitely learnable. And I have seen a huge progress for me. Um, the first couple ones I did, it's, I, uh, I've read somewhere like, um, everybody's heart is different and you have to define your heart and then you push your heart. You are always pushing that boundary of heart. So I think that's what, like finding what's hard for me doing it. And then once you've done like to me, a hundred miles was, uh, you know, almost like I couldn't under, I couldn't, you know, imagine what that feels like. Yeah. But once you've done it, there's, even though like physically it hurt and like physically, like I was destroyed. As soon as I finished, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Like that was it. <laughs> yeah. There's a huge mental win every time you push that boundary of what's hard and what's difficult. And that mentality just kind of levels up a little bit where it's like, that was really hard and I did it. So what else is there that's really hard that I can do? Um, okay. So, just just yeah, the fact exactly. that you were able to complete it means that you yeah. ticked a box that it's not unfathomable anymore. So. And then so now in the ones that I've done since then, there's going into it. I know I can do it. So I'm past that point of like, can I even do this? Then it's a matter of like, can I do it faster? Can I do it better? Or, you know, I tend to bonk. I always bonk at like one to two a.m. is where I'm just like done. And so I've had to like, OK, well, what can I do to prevent that or what can I do to, you know, make that? And I've, you know, just different, um, uh, several different things. I mean, definitely making sure like food and water is right. Um, but also just telling myself, like, you've done this before. This is, you enjoy this on some level. Like I wouldn't come back to it if I didn't find some kind of satisfaction in it. And then just soaking, like, I think it, it takes a little bit of like, just living in the moment that you're in, like not thinking about, okay, I've already run 80 miles. I still have 20 to go. Like I'm out here running I've gotten to run in some beautiful places gotten to see some really cool things and to just kind of like take a second to breathe and like yeah. this is amazing like yeah. everything yeah. hurt you know and you just you know don't think about that but just take a second to kind of almost center and like this is it like and I found that that kind of like just taking a breath and like just soaking in where you are in that moment yeah. because yeah. everything is compounded like all the pain all the like it's all compounded. So you're always thinking like, well, I did all of 
I did all of this and like just hurts or I have so much to do. But if you just take a second, like most of the time, unless you're like actually bleeding out, like most of the time you're kind of okay. And so yeah. it's just kind of taking that moment to kind of center and like, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> it, it is interesting how everyone has a slightly different kind of way of dealing with that, but, um, but all very similar. And it almost, um, I'm trying to think if it was either Mike Wardian or Ryan Atkins who said that it was, um, they, they actually have a, a repetition they start to do in their head that kind of takes them outside of their body for a little bit when it's having that yeah. time. And then it kind of brings them back to just little bits and pieces and looking around and realizing and, and, some people it's it's also where you are it's being in the moment also is is kind of getting out of that and realizing wow look at the amazing scenery of wherever I'm racing because yeah. a lot of the times it's pretty fantastic so yeah um you know now Chris the other thing that um, people probably you know listening would um uh have recently seen you on on Spartan Games too um, and, and maybe that's, that's one thing to find out a little bit about because, um, um, you know, there was, again, a, a pretty eclectic group of, of competitors there. And even some of the, the things they were doing was a little bit different. Um, you know, what was, what was that experience like for you, um, you know, and, and being relatively new and, and being parachuted into that where you have like some pretty, you know, it's pretty cool that you're, you're going to be competing with, you know, Corinna and Lindsay and, you know, Lauren and all those people. Um, what was that experience like? And, and what did you, what did you find, you know, what did you pull out of the experience by the time it was done? And now I guess you can talk a little bit about it because it's out there now. So, um, yeah. but yeah, what was it like? Um, I, I thought it was really neat. Um, it was one of my, um, I, I guess I love the multi-day competition, something mm -hmm. new every day. There's always something you're always, there's always something to look forward to. And there's always something you're kind of like recovering from. Um, I liked the variety of events. Um, the, the variety of events and just the different like extremes of some of these different things were like, I mean, I mountain biked twice before, before going into that. And then it was like, this is like the real, I mean, I just, I love the mountain biking, um, the running. I felt like all of it, it helps when it's in a beautiful place. Um, and so much of it was just like, um, you know, things I'd never done before or things I didn't have much experience in, but it was like, well, this is, what's it? And this is what's going on. Um, I, I loved it. I was like, I wish we could have done it for another couple of weeks. I think it was, um, the way it was a run was a little frustrating. So there was a little bit of that, but I, again, I think I, I just kind of had to focus on like, we're in a beautiful place. We're doing really fun things. And, um, it was really neat to kind of go against, like you said, some of these people that are professionals in some of these things. I mean, Lindsay is a professional or has been a pro mountain biker. And yeah. it was really neat to see like, I'm doing the same thing as her, but like 10 minutes behind her. And like, <laughs> um, it was just yeah. fun to kind of, you know, put myself against like, all right, like this is, this is where I'm at. And then um, some of the things where I was able to, you know, do a little bit better in was also neat of like, this is kind of my thing so yeah uh, it was there um what was what was the most difficult thing for you because actually some people would say the the multi-day kind of multi-events all in a day kind of thing can be really difficult for some people but obviously that's something that, that you probably excel at um so what what was difficult for you and then what was it, well obviously mountain biking was your favorite but was there one that you think you took away oh that that was really my event kind of thing as as well um the the Air Force Special Forces physical test was a big challenge. Um, yeah. It wasn't even so much that the challenge itself was was challenging, but the um, environment, the environment, <laughs> yes, was so yeah. cold. 
Um, so that one was probably one of the more challenging ones. Again, like it was physically challenging, but it was almost more mentally challenging because even though like that cold is uncomfortable, like your body can handle it, but it was very like mentally a lot. Um, the other one that I didn't just because again, I mean, I don't come from any background, the pacer test where they had, it was like Mm. the beat test, the pacer test. I'd never heard of that or seen that before. And that oh, was really? really like, new <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was, I was very lost. Um, yeah. Well, we're, we're in Canada. So Lindsay would have done that probably in high school. They used to do that. They don't do it anymore, yeah. but they used to do it, which was I a weird they thing. I do it here too. I, I was homeschooled. So I didn't have <laughs> yeah, like a very so maybe that's normal, why, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> normal upbringing. Um, and then the, the thing that I, I would say one of the ones that I enjoyed the most was the um, wrestling wrestling was something that I'd seen in season one. So when I got invited to this season, like two weeks before, that was one thing where I was like, I know nothing about wrestling. So I, um, I spent a little bit of time at a jujitsu gym and with a friend that knows wrestling and kind of like, that was the one thing I worked on coming into it. And that was an event that I actually did fairly well in. Uh, I was ended up in the last round against Corinna. Um, so I thought that one was kind of neat. Um, to be able to like actually have something that I had a little bit more background in than some of the others did. Yeah. Um, I liked, I mean, the trail run was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that one. And then the other one that I didn't expect to enjoy, but I kind of did was the very final event with the, um, the different, you know, stones. Yep. I, I enjoyed that one. It was like, um, like I've done that something along those lines a little bit. So yeah. um, I thought that one was neat. Very cool. Very cool. Well, and, and so, you know, when you, um, because you started this relatively late, um, so is, did you find that difficult starting late or was it a positive thing? And then maybe did you have to, um, like, did you have mentors that helped you at the very start that maybe kind of, cause you're, you're having to, um, no matter what, you're having to learn things that a lot of other people probably have also done for years and years. So how did you catch yourself up so quickly? And, and was that like, did other people help you? How did that work for you? Yeah. Um, a little bit of both. When I first came into it, I felt like I was very much at a disadvantage. I was like, all these people have been doing this for years. They all know what they're doing. As I've been doing it a little bit more, I feel sometimes a little bit, and I actually realized this a little bit sooner too. I sometimes feel a little bit of an advantage because so much of what we do is so unpredictable. Like we're not doing time trials, like something that's very, except for high rocks, most of it is very unpredictable. And so I end up rolling very well with that because for me, everything is unpredictable. Where for people that are able to like, they know what pace they should be running. They know how they should be feeling. And then if they're off, it like, it can throw them for a loop. I've had none of that. So um a little bit at first, I felt like it was a disadvantage. Now I feel like I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, and in some ways it's a little bit of an advantage. Um, definitely to get caught up this quickly is definitely, um, due to the gym that I started going to grit fitness yep. and the owner there. I remember, you know, I was, I'd never really run much before. And he was like, okay, well, we need to like, you know, how fast you can run a mile. We should, uh, you know, you need to like learn about like controlling your heart rate and like all these different things, things that like were now I look back and I was like, I just had no idea about anything. Um, yeah. But he was the owner, the owner there at Fitness, uh, Kenny Stanford was very involved in, I get, I mean, it was really neat. He like saw some kind of potential in me and really yeah. put the time and effort into kind of schooling me up as quickly as possible. Yeah. Now, now, because you're, you're doing what you're doing, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of things are based on, you know, sponsorships and all that fun stuff and everything. Is that, uh, do you find, um, 
you know, is, is that a difficult part where you have to do the business side a little bit at the same time as the other stuff you do? Like some athletes that are doing it, you know, they absolutely hate having to do all of that part. It takes away from the training. Others are, are, you know, it, it's part of the job and then others actually truly like it. So where, where do you fall in that? Um, you know, is it, is it difficult or no? Um, I've always worked full-time, so I haven't really worried a whole lot about the sponsorships. Um, yeah. only more recently I've kind of had some sponsorship opportunities and to yeah. me, it's been, it's been fairly easy because it's not the way I'm trying to make it. Like I can be yeah. very selective and like, if I'm not really about it, like, no, thank you. Um, yeah. and then there've been some brands that I am really like, really like, and really, um, use. And it, so I think I'm in a position where it's been easy for me to like, um, I'm able to just work with people that I want to. Yeah. And, and it's a little more um, organic and just, yeah. 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 It's been good. Cool. And, and then, so, you know, how do you, um, how do you set goals for yourself? I guess personally, one thing would be because you do so many different types of events and stuff like it, do you just um, see what's coming and then do kind of whatever you want, or do you have very specific kind of um, goals that you're, you're reaching for, for the next little while? Like, how do you, how do you tackle that? have a lot of goals I just kind of you know want to do it all um I do daily workouts and depending on what I have coming up next I'll kind of tweak them somewhat but I just basically do a daily workout and a daily run and I'll tweak it some depending on what's coming up but I enjoy just being active and like just the daily grind of it so um goals I mean I definitely, I mean, I, I want to do well in high rocks. I started, I really jumped into high rocks at the end of last year and was yeah. like, this is really neat. I want to do well in this. So I've got that coming up in a couple of weeks. And then after that for the summer, I'm kind of shifting a little more of my focus to some of the ultra running I'm doing, um, 400 milers in four months. It's kind of, they call it like the grand slam of ultra running. Um, yeah. it's some of like the biggest, oldest ones. So I, over the summer, I'll do a lot more of just that, you know, long running, long run. I'm on feet. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, and, and so like from your end, it's just, um, do you, is it, is it more about the experiences right now then? Like, uh, you know, do you find, do you really want to, okay. Out of, if you're doing a couple of hundred miles, do you really like, I know you care about your time, but is it, is it about, you know, improving every time or is it about, you know what, I just want to get, I want to do the four cause this is really cool. And you know, why not do it while I can? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely the experience when it comes to the ultra, it's definitely the experience. I love it. I love doing it. I want to do a, I want to do a hundred, hundred milers by the time I die. And I want to do one in each state. So I guess those are kind of my goals with that. Yeah. I don't think, I know I'm not like peaking, um, endurance wise for, I mean, probably even like another 10 years. So I'm kind of, I don't really put a lot of focus on trying to do well in them. I'm just there for the experience mostly. And I want, you know, I'm more focused on doing well in some of the shorter stuff and the high rocks. And for me, the hundreds are just like, let me be in the mountains for a couple of days. I just, I love it. Um, I do want to do better at them eventually, but those are kind of like more longer term goals. Well, and, and so, you know, some people, when you ask the question, it's a difficult one, but maybe for you, it's a little easier is sometimes how do you, how do you balance, you know, your, your own, um, I mean, you're young, so you probably want to have a, a life at the same time as, you know, working and, and doing training and all those things do you find, is that a challenge for you or is it, uh, um, is it not so much right now? Not really. Like this is the life that I love. And so, um, I mean, this, to me, this kind of is my life and I want it. Like I've chosen it. This is what I love. So 
I like working and training and then racing on the weekends. And I feel like that kind of balances it out having to, you know, you've got real life and then that's my fun. Um, and that's, yeah, that's the life that I'm after that I enjoy. So yeah, it all yeah. kind of works together for me. Yeah. I mean, it sounds a, sounds like a, a perfect way to do it. If it all kind of fits for you, then why not? Right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I guess, it, so you've talked about a couple of things that are on the radar for the next little bit. Um, I, another one is, so if, if they did another Spartan games, would you do it again after your experience this time? Yeah, I probably yeah. would. If they invited yeah. me back, I'd go. Yeah. 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 Um, so one of the things that we we ask everybody that we go through, Chris, is that we try to pull out a couple of, um, you know, specific things for people listening that they can transfer to their own lives. And um, I know we touched on it a little bit before, but maybe we'll revisit it a little bit because um, I think that the whole idea, you know, that, you know, you... Um, you have to be really good at being able to get through mental blocks yourself, I'm sure, because you, you do ultras, you do all these things that are, that really push yourself. Um, so if somebody's there and they, they're, they're looking at, you know, how do I, how do I build that resiliency muscle or how do I, you know, I know that, you know, I, whether it's in a race or other things, if I, I'm hitting these blocks and really, you know, how do I get myself through them mentally? Do you have a couple of specific things that, that really kind of work for you to, to be able that someone else could kind of do and if they're in that situation? Yeah. And I, I guess I already kind of did touch on that, but, um, I would say, I mean, one of the biggest things is like, you can do so much more than it you think you can, or than it even feels like you can. And so realizing that, um, and then I think, um, just when, once you like, you, you can do it. And I think, uh, there's, there's some level of like, um, putting pressure on yourself to progress and grow without like putting pressure on how that happens. Um, and I, I think I've found that is kind of a lot how I've worked is pressure. Like you should always, if something's easy for you, it's time, you know, if everything feels easy, like challenge yourself, do something more difficult. But when you challenge yourself, you have to allow yourself grace in that challenge in that this is something new. This is something scary. This is something you've never done before. Um, so it's kind of the whole like pressure, but not expectation. Um, and I think that's the best way to grow that helps you grow physically. If you're not afraid of that challenge, or you're not avoiding that challenge. And then also helps you grow mentally realizing that like, you can be bad at something, you will be bad at things. And to realize like it, you have to start from somewhere. Um, and that will change, like you will get better at things, but if you never challenge yourself, you'll never get there. So it's kind of that like pressure, but give yourself a lot of grace yeah. in the meantime or during that, you know, well, yeah, and, and that's so universal because that's not just athletics. That's so many other things that, um, mm -hmm. or even if just somebody hasn't, hasn't been able to bring themselves to go to a gym the first time. I mean, it's the same thing that you have to know that you're not going to be probably fantastic the first day, but it's that first step is actually the, the huge part. So, yeah. um, so, you know, people I, I know are, um, probably already starting to follow you and, and things like that. But, um, I, I think, uh, especially over the next little while, when there's going to be so many things that you're, you're going to be involved in, what are some of the best ways for someone to follow, um, you know, what's, what's going on with you, Chris? Um, definitely on Instagram. You can find me there on Instagram. My username is just my name at uh, Chris Roglowski. Yep. Um, I don't feel like I'm always good at social media, but I try to put some stuff on there, what I'm up to, what yeah, I've been doing. Yeah. 
uh, there's there's some good stuff on there. So uh, yeah, like that. No matter what, we'll be able to see because um, I, I know with um, uh, High Rocks and some of those things, they're really kind of promoting that stuff now, which is pretty cool. So um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll make yeah. sure that we have it in the show notes so that people can kind of click through and uh, and follow you because um, you know there's some mm-hmm. some great stuff there and and you uh, are definitely becoming one of those prominent people very quickly in a lot of different areas. So um, you know it's right. great that you've you've taken the time today. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. Really enjoyed it. All right. And everybody else, if you haven't um, hit subscribe on the podcast, do that now. Um, We have great people every week, just like Chris. Um, And uh, yeah. And uh, again, thank you, Chris. And, And to everybody else, thanks for listening. And we will talk again on Big Idea, Big Moves. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore big moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.